Welcome to Caffeinated with Cass, the podcast where I teach you how to build a bulletproof business online. Grab your coffee and your favorite mug and join me where we talk all things lifestyle to biz. Okay, 2023 is feeling like the most abundant and energetic year of my life. I don't know about y'all, but last year was just nonstop pushing me to the edge with business, mental health, family, friends, all the things. You already know you heard episode one of this new season, but I feel like the universe was just like, how hard can we push her? And they pushed, but I absolutely needed it to happen because Either way, I know that it was going to capture to me eventually. I would never have been able to grow and I would not have the capacity for more unless I worked through all of those lows. So you guys are with me on that. It was for the better. Anywho, we got major exciting things coming this year and I'm going to give you a little bit of an insider info on exactly what you need to be focusing on this year because I know this year is major growth for so many people and that is the energy that I want to be holding on all platforms. So let's get into it. And you know that I'm only interested in sustainably scaling in your business and none of those hustle culture things. So these quote unquote trends are actually crucial for business growth in general. We're just calling it trends because this is what I really want you guys to focus on this year, but it really is sustainable growth tips. So in the last five months, I would say, I noticed a more obvious shift in these things that were here to stay. So I knew I had to make this episode let's just dive right in. I also want to say quickly, I do have a post on Instagram that has all of these 2023 biz trends in a written form. If you are a visual person like me and you want to have it saved to add to your plan this year or in a vision board, I did link it right in the show notes. You can just click it right there or you can go to Cass Medeiros. That's K-A-S M-E-D-E-I-R-O-S-S on Instagram. The post will be right there for you. Okay. Starting at number one, staying in the heavy masculine energy will be holding you back from scaling. And I'll give a quick recap on masculine energy if you don't know what that is in your business. So this is the action-driven, goal-focused, logic-based, doing all the constant work. And this is where hustle culture really derived from because there was this idea for a really long time that in order for us to gain results and to quickly grow and to really be successful, quote unquote, we have to be constantly hustling and constantly in the masculine energy. And all of those coaches and business owners that we saw that were so heavily in that masculine energy are now posting about this self-care and self-love journey, talking about how much burnout they experienced. They barely saw their friends, spent time with no family ever, forgot to do basic things like eating, their sleep schedule are not existent. The list literally goes on. So there needs to be a balance between having the goal and yes, being driven to get there, but then also knowing where is that line being drawn? Where are you going to be listening to your intuition, being in the ebb and flow, and you will achieve so much more when your energy levels are balanced. So focus and grind when you need to, but then you need to know when to step away and do something to bring your energy levels up. And you'll notice that your brain fog will be gone. Your exhaustion will subside. You will have time to eat um, and bring movement into your routine, etc. In terms of not allowing it to let you scale, 
We need to look at scaling as more than just hustling and getting as many sales as possible. I think that's very easy that we have this kind of pre-definition of what what scaling is in your business. It's more than just the monetary. Scaling includes what is your mental capacity? What is your capacity as a business owner in taking new clients, right? Because your actual business needs to scale up if you're going to be getting any new growth. Are you creating new offers, refining offers, creating flow in your client's journey, creating direction, leveling up your legacy? All of these things are factors in which ultimately lead to consistent sales, growth in numbers, and an overall scaling. So you can't achieve that long term without having that balance of the masculine energy up and So you can't achieve that balance without having that masculine and feminine energy. The masculine energy is just not sustainable to be heavy in that all the time period. Okay, number two, we're going to go way back to the basics here. You will get left behind if you don't build a bulletproof foundation that can adapt and pivot. And the highlight here is the fact that it can adapt and pivot. So let's break this down. I want to start with what your foundation is. And we're talking about your brand direction, your positioning, your pillars, your mission, how you're helping each stage of your clients, etc. There cannot be any missed areas in your foundation if you are looking to grow. This is absolutely crucial. You will not be able to grow. Your foundation will crumble apart. Everything's going to break. You're going to have all these holes. You need absolute clarity because when it comes to a launch, an offer, content shifts, etc. You as the expert need to be 10 steps ahead of your client and make a quick pivot to continue thriving. Another thing, looking at real trends, hopping on TikTok, posting things that you think your audience is going to like, saving other posts, other reels for ideas to copy. This is not a strategy and it's not going to hold any real context or foundation. Your message is just going to have zero impact when your audience is hearing it. You're just putting out all of this fluff. It might be great value, but there's no real context behind it. So the reels, the posts, etc., are an execution of your foundation. That's not actually your brand. That's not actually your business. That is an execution of what your mission is, what your direction is, the value, your positioning. So with all of these external things always changing, you need to have that bulletproof foundation and you need to know how to truly adapt while staying on track with your direction. And that's what's going to keep your audience locked on. Okay, real quick, I know you've heard me mention my high-level program, Lux Legacy. This is my transformative five-month mastermind where we are designing your six- and seven-figure business to attract your dream clients. Listen, you are done coasting in your business, trying to DIY your way to the next stage, and really just being stuck in this hamster wheel, and I hear that. So we are going to be covering gold topics like learning to balance masculine and feminine energy, creating a fire product suite that you love, learning captivating messaging for really easy sales, and major attraction marketing to have your business aligned and thriving, and ultimately building that luxe legacy with your personal power. You're going to have incredible resources like jam-packed lessons, templates, private podcast lessons, 
full messaging access so I can be in your business with you and one-on-one calls with me and so much more. It's really a no-brainer. This is the next step to truly stepping foot into your six and seven figure self and also seeing those results. But there are limited spots left. So please DM me or click in the link that's below in the show notes to go stock more information and claim your spot. Okay, now let's jump right back into the episode. Number three, curation is dead. So I actually did a live experiment about a year ago. If you guys followed me back, then you probably would have seen this, where I committed to having an extremely curated feed for about 30 days to prove how it actually lowers your engagement. And there's a few reasons for why this happens. Number one, the simple fact is that your audience are not robots. You need to engage with them. You need to really be in their minds to know how to talk to them and deliver the value that they need, right? A curated feed, what it's doing is completely removing that experience from being felt, seen, and heard by you. And number two is the biggest factor in attraction marketing is your positioning and your personal brand. We're talking about number one, major storytelling, being vulnerable, emotional selling, how you position yourself as the most suitable option for your client having a curated feed fully is going to remove that personal touch and you can kiss goodbye to having that really BFF feel with your audience, let alone them being locked on. And when we want to have that expressive audience, those people that like truly they feel like your BFFs, they just love, 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 love talking to you. They can connect with you. You're having incredible conversations. You could sell them a freaking sticky note and they're latched on. That's going to come from having that emotional selling, having strong positioning, having that personal brand, and having a curated feed completely removes all of that emotion. People buy from people, and you may get away with selling low ticket, but if you want to get into the high ticket sales, you're going to need that personal factor. You'll want to start posting those polarizing opinions or the deep shower thoughts and really tap into your voice. I've been totally abusing the notes app on my phone. Poor thing is just being used every two seconds, but this is the best way to get those quick thoughts down and share them. I will literally just type away on my phone on the notes app and just take screenshots of it and post that because those are the content types that get major saves, major shares. Those are the conversation starters because it's just your raw thoughts. So tap away from the overused Canva graphics, not posting your face ever. Stop the curated feed. And I want to say quickly, there's a difference between having an aesthetic and then having a completely curated feed. So instead of trying to focus around being curated, try to make things cohesive instead. It's going to make the biggest difference. So the experiment that I did on this turned out exactly as expected. My engagement completely plummeted. I had followers even messaging me saying that they weren't even seeing my posts come up on their feed. Um, So this was just an entire proof that the curation feed does not work. And over time in the last five months, like I've said, this has taken a major shift where everyone wants to hear the authentic voice behind the brand. There's a lot of copy and pasted things. I would say the coaches and online space has at least doubled in the last year. Everyone's trying to get in on this space and it is a lot of copy and pasted recycled information. So it's no longer just about the information that people are buying into. It's really about the person behind it because that is where the energy and the motivation and all of these shifts are going to happen when they're working with someone. 
Number four is boundaries. Boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. We are being clear on who we want to work with, how we're going to work with them, and we are standing our ground with expectations. I really want you guys to seriously treat this like a business. And I I need to set that reminder for a lot of you. Treat it like a business, no matter who you are dealing with. I see time and time again, some clients that are bending boundaries for a friend because a friend wants to work with them turns into a total nightmare or they forget to send a contract, but it's fine because the person's nice. They would never do anything. Or you don't send a welcome pack outlining the exact expectations on both sides. So client and customer side and your side. The biggest problem I'm seeing here is that boundaries are being created at some point. You always go through the nightmare client first. We've all gone through it. We have those nightmare clients. Then you're like, oh crap, gotta change the contract, gotta change my boundaries, but they're not being enforced. So you're creating the boundaries for a reason. The second you cross that boundary for whatever reason, that person is going to be expecting you to do it again and again. So an example is if you are only replying to messages or being on Instagram or working with your one-on-one clients at a certain time of the day. As soon as you start replying on a Sunday, for example, at friggin' midnight, that person will start to message you all the time at midnight on Sundays. On the days that you made clear from the start you don't work, you cross that boundary once, they're going to continue to expect you to cross it. This goes with anything. If you have an outline of exactly what is in your job title, in your job description, I see this often with designers. If you are offering a very specific design package and they start asking you to do something else and you agree to it, that's it. Boundaries are gone. Thrown out the window, goodbye, kiss them goodbye, and you're not getting anything in return for that. The whole entire package, the whole entire experience is just done for. So you guys need to be clear in your messaging of exactly the person you want to attract. I literally said like, I'm looking for this specific type of person. Be very clear in your sales pages and your contracts of who it's for, what is included, and make sure you outline very clearly what are the appropriate times and places to contact you, what is included from them buying from you, what happens if there is a dispute, etc. The ball is in your court here and you need to set the entire tone and the entire contract and outlines and boundaries at the beginning of the journey of them working with you. And that can even go beforehand. Like I said, on Instagram, on email, I'm constantly talking about like, who is the type of person I want to work with? Who would I not want to work with? It's going to be filtering out those people that are just not aligned and immediately attracting those people who are in the same wavelength as you. We're also enforcing personal boundaries. So protecting your energy is crucial for growing into the next stage of your life and in anything. And if there is a person or a thing that is not solely just inspiring you and serving your highest good, I'm giving you permission right now. Let that shit go. We're not carrying that around with us for the rest of the year. Like we don't have time. (laughs) We do not have time to waste on that. We got things to do, businesses to grow, new clients to make relationships with. We don't have time for that. And I know there are times where it's going to feel very, very, very lonely. I promise you, you're going to be meeting more aligned people along the way. Okay, lastly, this kind of ties into everything, but sustainably scaling and storytelling is going to be the way to passive attraction. I know that I just said a lot, so let's break this down into what this actually means. So starting with passive attraction, I'm kind of meaning attraction marketing and passive income if they had a baby. So starting at the beginning of a client's journey, how are you attracting the lead to you? 
this is beyond just lead generators. We're looking into content, we're everything. How are you attracting that new lead to you? Then how are you locking them on? I've talked about the seven second rule quite a bit. Somebody is on your page for seven seconds. How are you able to lock them on? Once they're locked on, how are you getting them to warm up to buy from you? All of this is passive because I want this all to be happening while you are not present, while you are not online, while you are not engaging. So we're moving away from those three-day DM conversations with the Linda that literally doesn't even buy. She's just asking you a million questions. She's not even going to buy from you. It's annoying. Like, (laughs) you know the people that I'm talking about. We're moving away from booking 50 sales calls just so that you can sign five or eight or whatever that ratio used to be. I've had the 10K days, I've had the 50K months, all from recurring clients and quick DM conversations with new women that are already excited and ready to buy because they binged my things for a little bit or they were standing behind the scenes and they were stalking. They are ready. They are warmed up. I haven't even talked to them yet and we're ready to go. Storytelling is a crucial, crucial skill in your personal brand and in your business. And that is exactly how you're going to get your audience to lock on to you and master emotional selling. So when we're looking at emotional selling, this is the way that they're subconsciously already bought into you before they know the details of the offer or the thing. That's what I'm saying. Like you could sell a sticky note and they're like, yup, give it to me. I want it. Give me the sticky note. Uh, When we're looking at sustainably scaling, thinking about how does one offer tie into the next? And I have the next episode coming up that really goes into depth of this more with your product suite, um, where you can say and have a new client stay with you because each offer is working them up an offer ladder. And we're also looking at if your direction and business, is it running like a machine for you? That's a huge part of sustainability. Is everything smooth? Is everything running like a machine? I would say the most missed thing with this is just in your content itself, where you post too much and too many new things rather than keeping all of your topics around your pillars and posting less quantity. So your content, I talk about this all the time on my Instagram, how big of a shelf life your content has. And I'm constantly teaching people how to utilize this shelf life into scaling their business and making it sustainable. So as you can tell, like I said at the beginning, these aren't exactly trends. This is a really big overview of shifts that I want you guys to start implementing and taking priority and making focus if you really want major growth this year and in the months moving forward. So as always, the show notes for this episode will be linked below for y'all to read. Until next time, have a coffee for me. Thank you for joining me on this little coffee date. I'd love to hear from you and continue this chat on Instagram. You can find me at Cass Medeiros for value-packed information and funny day-to-day stories. All the show notes for this episode will be posted at www.cassmedeiros.com.